You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Maybe God's put a God-sized dream in your heart, but you just don't know how to go about fulfilling it. Well, Stephanie Nelson knows what that is like, and she's put together a book called Imagine More, where she shares tips on how to fulfill some of those most cherished dreams by helping others. And maybe your unique gifts, passions, and skills can help others as well. We're going to talk to Stephanie about her story. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Are you still clipping coupons? Uh, Well, actually, yes. But thankfully, 23 years later, it's so much easier. We can all just use apps on our phone and click digital coupons. I can't believe how easy it is today. But yes, I do it every week. All right. Tell us your story a little bit about how you got into this. Well, um, 23 years ago, I was a stay-at-home mom, two little kids. I think they were three and five at the time on a tight budget. So I was using grocery coupons to save money for our family. Um, Very effective. It was a lot of fun for me. And I went to a um, speaker at our church, and she was very inspirational. And at the end of her talk, she said, if there is something you love to do, pray about how you could use that to help other people. And if you do that, you will have discovered God's exciting plan for your life. And I left there so inspired and I thought, okay, God, I really love to do this grocery coupon thing. I'm sure this could help other people in some way. I just don't know how. And so I really did pray about that every day. I got a prayer journal. And the neat thing, I tell this to people all the time, this is the formula. Um, Think about what you love to do. Pray about how you can use that to help other people because it makes you more intentional. I started looking around and paying attention. I'm waiting for a sign from God, right? (laughs) And on day 11, I'm in our church. The church bulletin had an appeal for our local food pantry, you know, where families go in emergency situations. And they were out of food and they had a list of the items they needed They were all items I immediately spotted. They were coupon items, and I had the coupons. So I went to the grocery store the next day. I got $60 of groceries at a cost of $10, which worked for my tight budget. I (laughs) delivered it to the food pantry. I saw other mothers like me with kids like mine, and that broke my heart. Our pastor always says, what breaks your heart? Think about what breaks your heart. When... I'm a mother with little kids. When I see mothers like me who obviously don't have enough money to buy food for their own kids, that broke my heart. So that is what started it 23 years ago, and that was enough to give me a vision. And I'll tell you what, when God gives you a vision, you just have to hold on and enjoy the ride. It was, <laughs> surely it was, it was work, but I'll tell you what, this is why I'm so excited about talking about this story in this book, because... I was certainly ill-equipped. I didn't have extra money. I had a couple little kids. I didn't know anything about how to start a national movement. I mean, please. I, we, we only had dial-up internet. This was before social media. So, um, but I believe, I truly believe, that God wants us to use what we love to do. It comes naturally. It makes us others-focused. It gives us this joy of making a difference in other people's lives. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm talking about it, and I'm hoping that people 
will get a spark and say, hey, there's something I love to do. I wonder how it could help other people. That's why you wrote this book. Now, Stephanie, how did you go from, okay, so this is the passion and that day at the at your church to now you're on Good Morning America, right? <laughs> well, well, let's, let's, that's a, I'm so happy you said that because that is what people would see, right? That's the highlight reel. Um, it was it was three and a half years after starting before I got on national TV. And in that three and a half years, of course, I dreamed about um, in, in those days because there was no social media. If you had something you wanted to promote and you had no money, you couldn't buy advertising. Really, the only the best, most effective way would be to go on television. A lot more people watched television back then, too. So, um, yeah, I dreamed about going on national TV. I sent emails to the shows. Of course, I heard nothing back. So what I did was um, I just started teaching women in my neighborhood how to do this. I invited them to my house. Ultimately, um, I, I was asked to speak at churches. I The food pantry, I spoke to civic organizations, a real grassroots effort. People, you can do stuff without it costing money. And when people catch your vision, that's the key. If When they catch your vision, they want to help, and they want to promote it. So I eventually got on local TV in Atlanta, which was a big deal because somebody helped me do that. And um, the day I was on local TV in Atlanta, and I demonstrated, here's a table of groceries you can get absolutely free with coupons. Uh, the other guest on the show that day was a television professional. He went on TV in many cities. He went on national TV. And he said, oh, my gosh, you got to get this on national TV. And he put me in touch with Good Morning America. So I wasn't, you know, I I was simply trying to share my message in an authentic way. Somebody else saw that and said, okay, I'm going to lift you up and help you. I call those people pivotal people. So some, uh, I ask, I tell people, be aware, look around, because perhaps your calling isn't to start your own initiative. Perhaps your calling is to help and be a pivotal person for someone else's vision. And I had many, I write about this in the book, many people along the way who stepped into my story and helped move it along in a dramatic way. I call them pivotal people. Um, they, they think what they did was no big deal because it was what came naturally to them. But to me, it changed everything. And ultimately, millions of people did save money on groceries across the country because they learned how to do this. Um, and the, the neat thing is, it wasn't just me. Once I started going on TV, other women who like to use grocery coupons saw me, and they started their own websites and their own blogs, and they started going on their television themselves and their cities. I called it eventually the Coupon Mom Army. <laughs> and... It was so wonderful because, you know, in God's kingdom, look how he used competition. In business, you would say that was competition. But all of us had this vision that we want to help people. And we, you know, they even became successful businesses um, because you can have advertising on a website. It is such a God story. And I just feel like I wrote this for my sons who are in their 20s now. I want them to know God has a story you you can use what you love to do, which is kind of self-focused, and you can use that to make a difference in other people's lives, which is others-focused, and that's really what God's calling us to do, right? How to love other people better, 
you can love other people better doing something you love to do, and you have no idea what adventure is waiting for you. I certainly had no idea that eventually I went on the Oprah Winfrey show. Give me a break. I mean, (laughs) I am this housewife in Marietta, Georgia, so I'm not, you know, anything can happen. This is, the book is called Imagine More, based on Ephesians 3.20. You know, to him who can do more than we can ask or imagine, immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, God can do anything. I'm sure you don't have to worry about getting behind Oprah at the grocery line because she's looking for a coupon, though. I'm, I'm sure she's okay. Um, let me just ask the cynical question here of, okay, dreams are great, but I do have to earn a living. There's only so much I can dream about. What would you say to that person? Well, I would say perhaps that's why it took me three and a half years to really get what I would call national traction. Um, I was still raising my kids. My, you know, I had, I was, doing the work for this website. It was actually a website where we would list the best grocery deals for people. So it was 30 hours of data entry a week. So I, you know, I gave up things. I gave up, you know, hobbies. I got up early. I stayed up late, but I still had to do my regular life, you know, raising my kids and being active in their lives. So, so sometimes it might take longer. Maybe you have, you know, this, this whatever we're talking about could be a side hustle until it grew enough and perhaps it could become um, a money-making career. I certainly never expected my website to earn money. When I started it, The advertise, you make money on a website from advertising. Some people might not know that. The website was free for people to use it, but there was ads on it. And that you make more money when more people use it. So the interesting thing was when I started the website, the advertisers that ultimately were the revenue producers hadn't even been invented yet. <laughs> so, you know, if I had if I had started it and if I'd given it three months and it's not making any money and quit, what would I have missed out on? Mm. So I think a big piece is patience, mm. you know, um, and not everything is meant to be a business, but um it could be a business. So I want to just say real quickly, I'm going to throw this in here. I recognize when people have big dreams and they're challenged by not having money to start it, like just even money to start a website or money to do whatever the basic things are that you need to do. If a, if somebody is starting a food program and needing to buy some food. So I got an advance for this book and I'm using the advance to give what I call imagine more grants. We have an application. Um, people who, I, I'm, the tagline is, we give small grants to people with big dreams. I'm giving out like $1,000 grants to people to kind of help them with perhaps administrative costs or whatever. We have an application. I love it because I'm reading people's stories and I'm hearing their dreams. And, and I want to be connected to dreamers and I want to encourage and support at this point in my life. So people can find that application. I have a website called stephanienelson.com. And you can find the application on the website. So you're helping others imagine more. Now, one of the things you talk about in your book, too, is that fear is a big obstacle that a lot of people have to get over when it comes to really accomplishing what God has laid on their heart or the vision they have for their lives. So how did you or how do you encourage others who may be struggling through that? Such a good point, because fear stops us from pursuing these wonderful things that could happen. 
I was absolutely terrified the first time I went on television and the second time and the third time. It's scary. It's live TV, live TV. You don't know what could happen. But, you know, I had to do it. That was just one of those things. You have the best opportunity ever. You have to do it. And what uh, some my uh, brother talked me off the ledge on this. Here's what he said, and this is what I say to everyone. When you have something you love to do, you are an expert at it. Nobody could, no one's going to trip you up on that. They could ask you a question, you're going to know the answer. So when you talk about fear, what are we afraid of? Are we afraid of people seeing us fail? Are we afraid of embarrassment? I think the first piece is, what are we really afraid of? Then we have to say, you know, we've got a great big God. He wouldn't give me this opportunity if it wasn't possible. You know what? I'm just going to try to trust God and I'm going to do my best. And if your fear is failure, I had a huge failure. I had a Why Went on Good Morning America once. It was an absolute disaster. It was a meltdown. We don't need to talk about it. But I tell this to people because I truly thought it was the end of everything. I did. I got, they stopped having me on. That was the end of that. And it wasn't the end of everything. It was a stepping stone to something far bigger. But at the day I failed, the day I was a disaster on TV, I didn't know that. So even my biggest fear did happen. And it was survivable. So um, people say, well, you know, I'm afraid of failing. Well, if you try something, there is a chance you're going to fail. That is true. But if you don't try something, there is a 100% chance you're going to fail. Well, Stephanie's so, website, let me just say, Stephanie's website is listed at our website, ericandbridget.org. So if you're curious about what she's been talking about, all that information is listed there. Yeah. And then, of course, there's a link there to the book as well that we've been talking about, Imagine More. That's going to help you discover your potential. Any last word on this topic? Because I know we're at the beginning of a new year, so people have been dreaming sometimes new dreams and setting new goals, but um, don't maybe know exactly how to get started on that uh, or if they will accomplish it here in 2024. Maybe talk about even the timeline. Doesn't have to be only in 2024, right? Any last word of encouragement? That's it. My last word is, you know, just pray about it. I don't, you know, just pray about it because when we pray about something, we're opening up our mind to possibilities mm-hmm. and to say, you know what, God, I don't know what it is, but I do know what I love to do. So could you please show me? And, and as I said to you, you start paying attention, conversations with people, things that you read, and it will prompt ideas. And I'll tell you what, when, and it doesn't have to be the perfectly right thing in the beginning. You can try something and modify it. Just, just get started. And um, you will discover this unbelievable joy of being able to help other people doing something you love to do at the same time. So just pray about it. I love just that focus that you've also enabled us to have or showed us about how when we kind of step into that, how it's impacting others for the better and being others focused. And again, you can find out more about Stephanie's story and her message and her new book, Imagine More. We've got a link to it and her website at ericandbridget.org. Stephanie, thank you for your time this mm-hmm. morning. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too.